Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. have some fun on a Thursday and it's going to be it's going to be one of those continuing theme nights we have those every now and then uh don't usually plan the show out and this one isn't really planned out either but I'm looking at all the stories I want to talk about all the stories we're going to talk about from Joe Biden catching COVID to Sri Lanka's collapse and who's taking over to Eric Adams doesn't like illegal immigrants gobbling up New York City's resources, America's single-parent home crisis, Hillary Clinton, violence, political violence in America. I'm looking at all these, and they're all connected to a theme that's going to be the theme of tonight's show, consequences. We make the bed, we sleep in the bed. Don't like the tune? 
Don't pay the fiddler. You've heard a thousand different sayings, but it's going to be a theme tonight. Let us begin with the biggest story. Oh, and before I mention, before I forget, no phone calls tonight. Probably no guests tonight either, once again. But tomorrow, remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. How should you feel about Joe Biden getting coronavirus? One, 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 don't be wishing death on Joe Biden or the president. You don't, you don't want to be that guy wishing death on people. But, I mean, it doesn't hurt to remember. What's your take on the next steps for COVID, Mr. President? Cases are going up. What should the country be doing right now? Getting vaccinated. And for those who aren't? They've got a problem. It's not not in their interest or the public interest not to get vaccinated. We have the capacity to control it. They should get vaccinated. That's interesting. I remember that. I remember don't you remember back when he said that? And I remember this. Gosh, I I really remember this. People on their deathbeds among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. And then, you know what else I remember? I remember Joe Biden repeatedly saying it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So that's Joe Biden blaming me for the pandemic. And then he followed that up by trying to have me fired for not being vaccinated. Maybe he did have you fired. I've had several people reach out to me today saying, oh, he didn't try to have me fired. He had me fired. I lost my job. So... I wake up today and I see that Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID. Am I supposed to give a crap? We all know he's going to be fine. How do we know he's going to be fine? Because virtually everyone who gets COVID is totally fine. But I'm supposed to care that Joe Biden might be a little sick. And let me ask you this. Why am I supposed to care when the people in charge are really unconcerned about it as well. Do you remember, maybe you remember this, do you remember contact tracing? Oh, sign up, we need to know everywhere you've been, friends, family members, contact tracing, contact tracing. They were pushing it all the time, right? So concerned, we need to track these people. Wow, it's funny how all that concern's gone now. Where was he infected? I, I don't think we know. Um, I certainly don't know if you, if you have any thoughts I, on I, it. Look, I, I don't think that that matters, right? I think what matters is we prepared for this moment. I think what matters. Uh- it doesn't matter anymore where he got it. Listen, I'm sitting back right now. And we're going to go into uh, we're going to go into supply chain problems and food problems tonight and things I'm hearing from rancher friends of mine. and whatnot. We're going to go into these things tonight, but I'm sitting back right now and I'll be honest with you. It seems like I'm watching a movie of what's going on in the world, a movie that I can predict, one of those lamely written movies that you know what's going to happen virtually every single scene. That's what it feels like for me right now. I remember right when 15 Days to Slow the Spread was pushed out there, I remember coming on the radio and losing my mind. Telling everybody, are you outside of your mind? You don't stop an economy. You don't stop a country. You don't stop a world. 
this is going to cause a Great Depression. In fact, how about this for surreal? I remember taking one of the old pictures of the food lines that, that, were, that were there during the Great Depression. You remember the soup lines, people having to wait in line to try to eat? And I, rem- I even remember I put this on social media. I said, hey, you know what else is bad for social distancing? And I put the food line up there. How about this for Wild? You want to hear Wild? That particular, it was on Twitter, that particular tweet of mine was printed out by a staffer I had in Donald Trump's White House who I was very close with, and he put that in front of Donald Trump. I saw all this coming, and then it's all happened anyway. It's the wildest thing in the world. We are now on the verge of this global upheaval, this global depression, and I saw it all coming, and so I'm sorry If you're one of the people who pushed COVID out there to the masses, get vaccinated or you'll die. Everyone will die to the masses. If you're one of the people who pushed COVID panic porn to the masses, don't expect me to wake up and give a crap because you posed positive on a COVID test. Consequences. Hey, yeah, Chris called. Chris hold up a sign saying the Oracle. I mean, that's that's where I came up with that stupid nickname for myself. But gosh, I told you all it was coming. I told you all it was coming. Consequences. We have a wide open southern border. You ever lived along the border? Ever been down to the border at all? I've lived in the border. I lived in Arizona. I live close to the border now in Texas. Do you have any idea what it's like for hospitals, schools, facilities to be constantly flooded by illegal immigrants, many of whom almost all don't pay and can't pay? You know how backbreaking it is? Oh, but every single one of these Democrats, they're all for open borders all the time now. Well, now a bunch of illegal immigrants are being shipped to New York City. Oh, all of a sudden, Eric Adams is overwhelmed. This is a real burden on New Yorkers as we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, We already, as I stated, we already have an overburdened shelter system. So now we're talking about, as you stated, food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our of our schools because we do not turn away individuals because they're undocumented. Uh, Translation services, there's just a whole host of things that this is going to produce and that's why we need we need help and getting this done and we need the right coordination to make it happen. Oh I'm sorry are you overwhelmed? Does is it is it difficult? Does it strain your system to have large quantities of illegal aliens pour into your area and gobble up resources that are supposed to be just for New Yorkers? I'm so sorry. I guess I guess I'll be waiting tomorrow for the Eric Adams PSA that he stands for building a border wall, collecting and deporting illegal immigrants, strong border enforcement across the board. I'm sure I'm sure we'll get that, right? Consequences. Consequences. I saw I saw Van Jones on CNN. Van Jones. I saw Van Jones come out and complain about what life's like under Joe Biden for black people. And I think for uh, African-American voters in particular, there's a special heartbreak because, first of all, the pain is more intense. Uh, you know, the, the rising uh, gas prices, food prices, it's really walloped the black community in a particular way. And but the hopes were so much higher. And so you have a community that came out in huge numbers in 2018, huge numbers in 2020. 
expecting things to get a lot better, and instead, economically at least, it didn't come true. It, it got worse. And so you're going through a summer now of real heartbreak with black voters. The polls show that. And uh, I think Biden's got to take it very seriously. Oh, have things gotten worse for the black community in America? Because I remember there was record low black unemployment under President Donald Trump. I remember people like this piece of filth James Clyburn of South Carolina going on camera and saying, well, that doesn't matter. We had low unemployment under slavery. But as you've been seeing with Michael Bloomberg, he's been jumping in the polls. If he were the nominee, could you, would you back him? Oh, I'm going to back whoever our nominee is. Absolutely. Even with the things he has said about African-Americans? Does does that bother you? Well, not as much as what uh, Trump has said about African-Americans. Anytime uh, that I go to the polls, I'm considering positives and negatives on all candidates. And I try to go with the one whose positives outweigh the negatives. Well, let's leave the words aside then, right, uh, Congressman? Let's leave the words aside. Whether you like his style or not, or tweets or not, or comments or not, he's delivered the goods for a lot of African-Americans, has he not, with record low unemployment levels for one group after another, mostly with with African-Americans. You don't think that's something that's constructive? No, no, because it's not true. You what know, do you mean it's not true? I'm 78 it, years old. Go ahead. I'm saying that the uh, African-American unemployment is not the lowest it's ever been, unless you count uh, slavery. We were fully employed during slavery, so it all depends on how you... And then they ran out and voted for Joe Biden 92%. Consequences. That's the theme tonight. And political violence. We're about to talk about it. Next. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. Come on. It is the Jesse Kelly show, and boy, I did tell you so. And the, look, here we are. Consequences. Consequences of our actions. It is the theme tonight. I mean, of course... The experts didn't see any of this Great Depression stuff coming at all. What did you think you got wrong? Well, um, partly. This is New York Times' Paul Krugman, by the way. That there's stuff that I didn't, you know, that nobody saw coming. Nobody saw right. uh, Putin. That's not true. I saw it coming. Invading Ukraine. Uh, I think nobody really thought about logistics, supply chains, or any of that stuff until suddenly they became a big problem. Ah, uh, that's not true. Actually, I warned everybody right at 15 days to slow the spread. I begin talking about logistics and supply chains, and I'm an idiot who went to community college. But part of it is that we did, in fact, end up with what is clearly an overheated economy, and the effect of that overheating on inflation was bigger than his past experience would have led us to believe. So you know, it's always dangerous. What past experience? Has the government printed $7 trillion in two years at any other point in human history? There is no past experience to relay what we've done. Consequences. We are suffering consequences for our actions across the board. I'm going to read you something. I think it's going to be something you should pay attention to. And again, these are the consequences of our actions. Not you personally, not me. But as a nation, one in five U.S. adults condone justified political violence. 
as 20% of American adults, they justify political violence. But why? How could that be? We have such a peaceful system. Have some perspective. I know the communist street animals have been going wild lately, but overall, the history of our country, aside from the Civil War, we have a very, very peaceful political process. That's not the norm. It's very peaceful here. Why do now 20%, apparently and rising, 20% of adults condone political violence? Well, I remember when Donald Trump became president, and some of this took place under George Bush as well, but Donald Trump became president, and then Donald Trump supporters were attacked endlessly in city after city after city, physically attacked, in some cases murdered, over and over and over and over and over again, and the media either ignored it or when they reported on it, they sounded like they were giving tacit approval. And then I remember St. George Floyd, the patron saint of fentanyl, dying in Minneapolis, and I watched the American media do things like call the riots fiery but mostly peaceful while they were standing in front of burning buildings. I watched... Oh, I think the number was 25 people die, billions of dollars in property damage as Antifa street animals and Black Lives Matter street animals put city after city after city to the torch. Do you remember how the media covered it? Because I sure do. I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it, is not, uh, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. They are strictly principled anti-fascists, and they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white nationalists wherever they may show up. I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's... You know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence. Any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property. But these are not reasonable times. Thank goodness for the looters, man. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I don't care that much about statues. Respectfully, shouldn't that be done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing it into the harbor? People will do what they do. You're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Do not get it twisted and think that, oh, this is some something that has not never happened before. And then this is so terrible. And where are we and these savages and all of that? This is how this country was started. People get mad and people get sick of it. People are risking covid to explain to this country that we're fed up. Most of the major movements in American history have started at the grassroots level and at some point have turned into direct conflict with American government. So remember your history before you judge your present. Thuggishness is thuggishness wherever it comes from politically and, and we should be the first to call it out. I disagree. I warned back then when everything was burning when an NYPD cop car went up in flames with a Molotov cocktail. By the way, those two felons, those two domestic terrorists who should be in prison for 20 to 30 years, they're going to do maybe 18 months in jail and they're going to get out. And I warned back when all this is happening, back when the street animals were putting every city to the torch, I warned. I said, what's happening now? You don't realize it, but you're adjusting what Americans view 
as appropriate discourse levels for politics. You are telling how many Americans right now, when you cover for this insanity, you're telling how many Americans burning cop cars is fine. Looting stores is fine. Assaulting people, fine. Shooting people, fine. Well, standards have changed now. 20% in rising. Consequences. Consequences for our actions. And look, I'll tell you something else. The corruption, the open, naked, in-your-face political corruption out there right now from people like Kathy Hochul and Nancy Pelosi, this is something else that is going to have dire consequences because it's one thing for a politician to be corrupt. It is quite another for them to grab your face and rub your nose in it like a dog who pooped in the kitchen. You want to hear? You want to have your face rubbed in some political corruption poop? I'm about to rub your face in poop. Next. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can bring your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares your values, who supports our military and veterans, who creates American jobs, and who refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Instead, they advertise with us. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 election is upon us, and the war on masculinity in America today is more blatant than ever. I want you to know that now is the time to choose strength and vitality over weakness and complacency. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. And isn't that what the liberal elites want? A weak and docile underclass? Thankfully, the patriots at Chuck... C-H-O-Q are here to help real American men take back their right to proudly maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Gosh, I've been on a chalk male vitality stack for like three years now. Oh my goodness, I feel incredible. Chalk is manufactured right here in the USA. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy Focus, mood, libido, maximize your masculinity at chalk.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code JESSE for lifetime savings on any subscription. Limited time offer, subscriptions cancelable at any time. Rockin' me, baby. Keep on it is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Remember, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. The entire show, I answer your questions. Whatever you email in now, don't wait till tomorrow. Right now, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. They don't have to be political at all. We have a blast on Friday. They can't be political. That's fine. Ask me whatever. Consequences. So I just mentioned, very oddly, that politicians, well, let me put it to you this way. You accept, even if you don't want to admit it, and I accept, even if I don't want to admit it, we accept there's going to be a certain amount of corruption in politics. We we just do. We understand politicians are corrupt. The nature of politics itself with that much taxpayer money flowing through their hands We understand there's going to be some level of corruption. We don't cheer for it. We're not thrilled about it, but we get it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If you found out right now that your city councilman, that he took a $10,000 bribe to award something to a, a construction contract to somebody, you'd be mad, but not that mad. You know that goes on. You're not stupid. You you understand that goes on. But that's one thing. Rubbing people's faces in the corruption is another. This is what we're experiencing right now on a national and local level. Let's start with national first. Grandma Vodka's husband, Paul Pelosi, when he's not getting blasted and driving down the road getting DUIs, He is a gigantic investment guy, big finance guy. He seemingly, on a regular basis, is making some really smart investment moves 
right before the House of Representatives and Senate vote on things that make those investment moves really smart. One of the most recent ones being a gigantic investment in chips. No, not Doritos, not those chips. Actually, more important chips, the kind of chips that make things go. He makes a gigantic investment right ahead of a vote next week that'll be taken on it. It expects to pass. Nancy Pelosi was asked about that today. Uh, over the course of your career, uh, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information? What are you saying? Uh, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you received from him? No, absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Except he has. Whether or not they're talking about it, who knows, but he has. This has happened. It's happened before. Hold on to that for a second. Headline, Scandemic. New York Governor Hochul awards a mega donor with $637 million in no-bid COVID contracts. I know you probably already know this. Allow me to break this down for those who don't no-bid. What does that mean? You know, I worked construction for a long time. In almost every case, there were other like design build separate cases, but in almost every case, if you're uh, the construction company, it was my dad's, uh, Don Kelly Construction, and the city of New York, they're putting out uh, the 10 miles of sewer line they need built. Well, you don't just get to, as part of the city, you don't just get to knock on the door of Don Kelly Construction and say, hey, good news, Don, Uh, we got this $50 million contract and it's yours. No, and this, this, this takes place across the country. What happens is you put the project out to bid. You have an engineering firm basically build you the project you want or design the project you want, and then it's a public project you put out a bid and you tell all the contractors, hey, uh, next Thursday by noon, have your bids turned in. And here's how it generally worked. This was actually a pretty exciting part of it. You had to have your bid turned in in time. You couldn't be one minute later. They would reject it. You had to show up with basically a proposal. It had to be sealed, always had to be sealed. And in the, in the, in the middle of the proposal or somewhere in the proposal, there would be a bottom line, the, the total you'll do it for. Okay, you say it's a $50 million job. I got a, I got a good deal on rock and pipe. I'll do it for 42. The city will then, at a, at a designated time, most of the time it was that day, they will have a meeting where the city officials will sit down with the still sealed bids and all the contractor representatives show up. Generally, they show up. And you all sit around a conference room. I've been in there more times than I can count. And you sit there while they un- unseal and open the bids and read the numbers out loud. Oh, Jewish producer Chris's construction company. Oh, he came in. Wow. A lot cheaper than everyone else. No, in all seriousness. But, but okay, Chris's bid is $45 million. Okay, now we have Michael's construction company. Their bid came in at $46 million. Now Chris thinks he has it. Oh, then they opened up the Don Kelly construction one. Oh, wow, $42 million. And that's how you find out the low bidder, so it saves the city money, the low bidder gets the contract. Why do they do it that way? That way? Why wouldn't you just come down to Don Kelly Construction and say, hey, uh, <clears throat> Eric Adams needs a, he needs a big sewer line built, and we need you to do it. Why wouldn't you do it that way? Because it would open you up for endless political con- uh, corruption. Because then, if you were shady, 
We weren't, but if you were shady, then you would simply go to New York Governor Kathy Hochul or you have a cutout go to one of her people and you say, hey, um, I'd love that new sewer project you're handing out. Hey, I'm going to make a little I'm going to make a little money on it. We'll pay you a million bucks. We'll pay. You know, it's not her, right? It's, it doesn't work like it does in the movies. We'll pay. Uh, we'll pay your cousin a million bucks if you go ahead and just give us the contract. That's why you do bidding contracts. That's that's why you make people bid on it. Governor Kathy Hochul's health department has awarded a stunning six hundred and thirty-seven million dollar in no-bid contracts to a company led by one of her major donors for the supply of junk COVID products like tests, masks, and other medical devices. Hochul mega donor Charlie Tebele, Tebele, T-E-B-E-L-E, I went to community college, I don't know how to say words. He's contributed $300,000 to her campaign, scored business from COVID mania. This is according to the Albany Times Union. I want to make sure I give them credit. Good credit to them for actually doing some reporting. Now, do I expect you to care that much about this? No. But I want you to understand why I chose to bring it up. One, it is a big deal. It is corrupt. It's really, really bad. But two, I bring it up because Nancy Pelosi, Kathy Hochul, story after story after story after story, it's now becoming part of the tapestry of America. The story is now becoming a country that is nakedly corrupt in a country where our leaders despise us and don't respect us enough to even cover up the corruption. Now they take our faces and they rub it in it over and over and over again, which takes me right back to what I brought up before. 20% of adults now condone political violence. That's terrible, right? You don't want to be violent. That's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. But that's why that number is getting higher and higher and higher. These people are creating an environment they don't realize they can't control when it bubbles over. I'm not done on this yet. Speaking of bubbling over, the mental health crisis in the country, the crime crisis is also contributing to bubbling over. You can't turn on the news or open up the New York Times without seeing another stabbing, another shooting, another... Please get something to protect yourself. You personally... You can't carry a cop around with you. Have something in your possession that lets you fight off a bad human being who wants to kill you. Make sure your wife has something. Make sure your son has something. Your mother who lives alone. Get them a hero gun. It's a non-lethal gun. Shoots these pepper balls that explode on contact and then it's brutal. Get them a hero arrow. This is my personal favorite. It's the one that's shaped like a TV remote. It's right in your pocket, right in your purse. Go to Hero2020.com. Code JESSE gets you a special discount. You don't need a concealed carry permit. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, and we're almost to the weekend, baby. We are almost to the weekend. We're going to get to a bunch of emails and stuff tonight. Just one more more quick thing, and this will be a theme tonight, but I want to bring something up about 
creating an environment where people are going to become more and more comfortable with political violence. And that's a terrible thing, right? We don't ever want to encourage that. That's, someone actually has a question about that, but I'll, I'll, I'll address it later on. That's a bad place for a country to be. But they continue to press and press and press and press and press. Did you hear what the Rear Admiral Buttigieg had to say about all this climate insanity while people are having their lives wrecked over all this stuff? You hear what Buttigieg had to say? He doesn't even understand. Why are you being so resistant? Remember remember how many times I have told you they think the problem is you? I'm still astonished that, that some, folks, um, some folks seem to really uh, struggle to let go of the status quo. He's astonished. He's astonished by you. You and your freedom and your, and your desire to drive your car wherever you want. Your, your desire to afford energy prices? He's, he's astonished. He's despised. Or, or he's, he's, he despises you. These people, they don't understand. They are creating an environment that is going to be violent and dangerous. You know how I've told you, I've told you so many times that the climate change cult, that it is the deadliest ideology in the history of mankind by a mile. How many times have I said that to you, that it would kill more people than Hitler, Mao and Stalin combined by several times. If the climate change nutters were allowed to implement what they wanted, the mass starvation globally would be, I mean, it, it would, it's, it'd be beyond comprehension. I've told you that over and over and over and over again. These people should be treated as if they're a national security threat because they are. And maybe you're sitting there saying to yourself, Jesse, that's over the top. Jesse, that's not really what they want. Jesse, what are you talking about? Okay. I'm going to play you something. Don't listen to me. I want you to take this from the World Economic Forum's Jane Goodall, a very sweet-looking old lady I want you to pay very close attention to what Jane has to say. You don't have to listen to me. Listen to them. These people are trying to murder lots of us. We cannot hide away from human population growth because, you know, it underlies so many of the other problems. All these things we talk about wouldn't be a problem if there, were, if there was the size of population that there was 500 years ago. 500 years ago, the world's population was 90% less than it is now. These people view you as being a toxic poison on the planet, and they believe nine out of every adults should die in order, or nine out of every 10 people, not adults, nine out of every 10 people should die in order to solve the problems. They're out there saying these things on camera. And because they're being bolder now, they're being bolder. They're creating this ugly, horrid environment where people are, are going to be more and more comfortable with violence. And it's awful. It's awful. All right, we're going to get to some emails here. Just pay very, very close attention to these people. Pay close attention to what's happening right now. And how they're ramping things up and the things they're doing. It's, it's ugly out there. And economically, it's looking really, really, really bad. Remember, though, during down times, that's the time where we need to give more if we can. 
you do, I do. I mean, who who gives enough, right? None of us do. I don't. Eleven bucks a month to tunnel to towers would go a long way to helping widows and orphans, gold star widows, widows of first responder families. Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgages. They're building them a community in Florida. They they have they've gone way beyond the NYPD and the fire department in New York, and they they are now nationally helping catastrophically injured veterans, Gold Star families. It's just just the most blessed organization. Eleven bucks a month is what they ask. Go to t the number two t dot org. T2T.org, sign up to give 11 bucks a month. These climate people, man, they're not slowing down, and it's getting dangerous. Look, what I can say is there is no stop in Joe Biden when it comes to climate action. Um, that's been the case uh, since day one of this administration. When I walk through the doors, uh, it's been the case every single day as we've moved out uh, to accelerate clean energy and electric vehicles. There's no stopping it. They're not sitting there right now thinking we should back off. We should slow down. This is causing poverty. This is causing starvation. It's full steam ahead all the time. They just keep picking at us and picking at us and picking at us. Did you know? Did you know illegal aliens are currently flying around the country? And you know that oftentimes illegal aliens don't get driver's licenses. I mean, remember, remember, let's remember what Eric Adams had to say about illegal aliens. This is too great. This is a real burden on New Yorkers as we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, we already, as I stated, we already have an overburdened shelter system. So now we're talking about, as you stated, food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our, uh, our schools because we do not turn away individuals because they're undocumented. Uh, translation services. There's just a whole host of things that this is going to produce. And that's- they're burdening the system, are they? You want to know how they're getting around? I want you to listen to this. One of the more jaw-dropping things. You want to talk about rubbing your nose in it. How can an illegal immigrant without a driver's license get on a plane? Oh, here's why. How many individuals have presented TSA with arrest warrants or deportation notices and were permitted to travel in this calendar year? Uh, under 1,000, sir. How does this policy comport with 18 U.S.C. 1325, which criminalizes improper entry into the United States by an alien? Sir, these uh, individuals that have these arrest warrants, those arrest warrants were issued by the Border Patrol or a customs officer. Um, and they serve as a beginning to our identity verification process. So you can't walk up to a checkpoint wave that form, and then you go right through into screening. We go through a process to verify that you are the person that you claim to be. If somebody who presents an arrest warrant is subject to an in-person interview with the airport's federal security director? They have a, uh, an interview with the officers that are on scene at the checkpoint, but that's not all that's happening. What those officers are doing are they're, they're talking to... Wait, wait, when you say the officers are on scene at the checkpoint, who, what are we talking about? The transportation here? security officers, the uniformed officers at the checkpoint. Okay, but not the federal security director. They, they will bring in the federal security director if needed. Well, why would that person not be needed if, if you have someone who's an illegal immigrant? Right. So, so we aren't looking at whether a person is legal or illegal in the country. Our, our function is to make sure that... Why not? Because our role is to make sure that um, people that might pose a risk to transportation um, that's significant enough to either require enhanced screening or to not allow them to fly... Um, that the proper so your position is someone who is known to have violated the laws of the United States does, does not 
thereby need enhanced screening? You're not concerned about this person as a security threat? Uh, sir, there are people every day that violate the laws of the United States that fly. Uh, we look for things that are related to transportation security. And you don't think someone who is, who is by definition, mm -hmm. somebody presents a warrant for arrest, mm -hmm. you don't think that that necessitates enhanced screening? Uh, they get enhanced. All, all of those individuals get enhanced screening. You just told me that it doesn't necessarily involve the, no, any, any interview with the federal security director, and you also said that you may well let them get on airplanes. And in fact, you've allowed at least 1,000 people to get on sure, airplanes but, this year, but, calendar year alone. Right, but, but in Illegal immigrants are presenting their arrest warrants to the TSA and then being flown all over America on your dime. Sleep well, and they wonder why people are getting angry. All right. Hillary Clinton. Oh, this is good. Oh, and Sri Lanka. You want to talk about conspiracy theories coming to life? That and an email roundup still to come on The Jesse Kelly Show. Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.